This is Rumbled Radio, and local people are being encouraged to volunteer their time to be a magistrate as part of a new recruitment campaign running from the Ministry of Justice. We can speak to a local magistrate now to find out more. It's Bruce Woodhouse. Tell us how long you've been doing this first, Bruce. I was appointed at an interview in October 2019. Small detail of the pandemic kind of got in the way, so I began actually sitting and working as a magistrate at the end of uh, 2021. Why did you want to do it? What What was the thing that was the driver for you? Well, I'd I'd worked in the public sector. I was uh, an NHS GP locally. I was retiring. Uh, I was lucky to be able to retire relatively young, and I was looking for something that would perhaps use some of my kind of community knowledge and, and knowledge of perhaps the way things worked. And I wanted something that was challenging, something that still using my brain, still having to make decisions. I'd had a little bit of contact with the, the sort of legal world, and I thought that was interesting. And when I looked into it, I kind of surprised myself that you didn't need special qualifications, that you could actually apply to it with, with no prior knowledge. How much did you know about what magistrates do before you kind of threw <laughs> yourself into this world? Because I think there is a, yeah, people see legal stuff on the TV, but they don't, yeah. you know, they don't necessarily know the difference between a magistrate and a crown court and those kind of things. They don't. Um, almost nothing. I mean, I'd never been in a magistrate's court, good or bad. So what I did is is what we advised people to do, which is just to go and sit in a magistrate's court, go and sit at the back through a day's sittings. Um, they're public spaces. Anyone could go into a magistrate's court and sit at the back and listen to what goes on. And that, that just gave me a feel for roughly what went on. Did a bit of reading. I didn't know anyone who was a magistrate, so I had no kind of, um, no one to sort of pick their brains. Um, but that sort of gave me the flavour, really, and uh, decided that I probably could see myself just about doing that and then apply. And what sort of legal matters uh, are you dealing with as a magistrate? Obviously, without going to the specifics, but what, what kind of offences? I think, to everybody's surprise, if I give you the statistic, over 90% of all criminal cases are dealt with and finished in magistrate's court. So whenever we think of courts, we see crown courts and judges and juries, but actually it's something like 90, 93% of all cases actually dealt with by magistrates. It is the lower level of offences, although some that comes becomes more serious. So the most common things will be uh, assaults, assault on emergency workers, quite a lot of domestic assault, criminal damage, public order offences, theft of relatively low level amounts, some minor sexual offences, some minor drug offences, and quite a bit of driving offences. About 25% of the work is driving offences. So driving with alcohol, driving with drugs, driving no insurance, disqualifying drivers who reach 12 points, those kind of things. That slug contributes, as I said, well over 90% of all criminal cases. There is a sort of blurred area in the middle where it can be kept in the magistrate's court or some of it will go to Crown Court. And then some things like rape and murder and manslaughter are dealt with in the Crown Court alone. So we would have nothing to do with that other than the very first hearing. The very first hearing if you get arrested is actually by a magistrate. But that's a kind of rubber stamp hearing. And then that goes to Crown Court. And we can send people to prison for up to six months. It was actually a year until a couple of weeks ago. It's just been cut again because of issues in the system. But we can we can give sentences for offences up to six months. So you can imagine some fairly serious offences at times. And you mentioned you obviously don't need to have any prior legal knowledge. Presumably the process is quite a lengthy one in terms of training and then the support that you get while you're doing the job. Um, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> you get five days of training and you would have a mentor who would support you and um, you would do some sort of observations with them, but only three and you would then begin to sit. The point being, you do not need legal knowledge. You have a legally trained solicitor who works with you called a legal advisor. Their job in the court session is to give you the law. Your job as a, as a group of magistrates, usually sitting as three, 
is to make decisions, to listen to what you hear, to listen to what the legal advisor tells you is the legal framework, and to make decisions and to choose what to do. And you, you need training to understand a bit about the system, how the system works, how sentencing works, but you do not need legal knowledge. And the training, it does surprise people, is five days, and that's all it is. Wow. And uh, obviously you talked a lot there about making decisions. So uh, in terms of skills and attributes that people need if they're thinking about this, somebody who's a bit of a ditherer, takes a while to make a decision, perhaps not the right right option for them. The one there's no great time pressure, but I think you do need to be able to absorb the information in front of you and come to a conclusion. And bearing in mind, as I said, you sit with two other people. So you may come to very different decisions and you may see it very differently. And that's one of the pleasures, really, trying to work out between you a conclusion. That's why there are three, so a majority view will stand. I think you need to be able to make difficult decisions sometimes and, and not step away from that to accept that you might make a decision that has an effect on someone's life or an effect on if thinking of the victims of crime, the effect, decision that will have an effect on their view. So you have to be prepared to make those decisions. But um, yeah, you, there's no great time pressure. Uh, compared to my previous job where I was kind of making a decision every nine and a half minutes, it's um, it's much more relaxed. And what, what are you finding that you get out of the experience of, of volunteering your time to do this personally? I think most of us feel that it is worthwhile. We all value the criminal justice system. We need that system to work, whether we're just walking down the street on a Saturday night or whether it's because we're a, a victim of crime or whether we're a defendant. So it is a it is a community service, but it's also challenging. Every day is different. Every person's story is different. And you're working in a team in the court and working with a team with different magistrates. And there's some very different backgrounds and perspectives and ages, um, magistrates from the age of 18 upwards, and people come at it from different angles and um, you know, you're working with some quite interesting people. And you said at the start, obviously, you were a, a GP and you've retired from that. So you've got a bit of time, but it is something that you can fit in around a job if you are working in many cases. It is. You need to commit a minimum of 13 days per year. And to be honest, a lot of employers will allow that now for volunteering or charity work, etc. You do get paid expenses, but nothing else. If you're self-employed, you can claim for lost income and earnings. If you're a carer, you can claim care of fees to cover the time you take out. So 13 days a year plus a couple of days of training most years is the minimum amount. Most people do a bit more than that. So you shouldn't be out of pocket, but obviously you'd need your employer to accommodate that if you're in employment. To be honest though, a lot of employers do see it as a positive thing to invest in their staff. And increasingly we're seeing, because there are more and more younger magistrates actually seeing people who are working rather than all just retired. And I think that's good. The whole principle is that people doing normal lives, normal jobs, are sitting in court making decisions about other people who are like them rather than professional high court judges. And anybody listening to this who's not thought about it before but is now thinking, well, actually, I could give this a go. What's what's your advice to them? Yeah, so plan A, I would say go to the magistrate's court. So in North Yorkshire, we have one in Skipton. It sits every two weeks. But Harrogate and York are busier. In West Yorkshire, Bradford and Leeds are the two busiest courts. If you know anyone who's a magistrate, then contact them, have a chat with them. There's some very good information on the government website. And also a website called from a, an organisation called the Magistrates Association. That includes what's involved. There are examples of what they do. There are videos. And then there's also good information on how to apply. The application process isn't particularly complicated. It just takes a wild process. And there are questionnaires online and then there are also interviews before you're appointed. 
But there is quite a lot of information out there. And the gov.uk, how to be a magistrate, is the place probably to start. And anybody who wants to contact you and then get in touch with me, I'll happily take them on a day into court and show them kind of how it works or just talk to them. That's a very kind offer. So uh, applications as part of this latest recruitment drive are open now. Um, They're looking to recruit 4,000 new magistrates across uh, England and Wales. You can see the full details of that at icanbeamagistrate.co.uk. It's good to talk to you, Bruce. Thank you for that. Thanks very much.